Hi, I'm Riker J, and this is my geeky, kinky, techie audio blog. Musings, facts, more of a blog than a podcast, usually of adult uh, topics, so if you are not of the age of majority, please stop listening. Also, if you're listening on Anchor FM, I'm doing these in segments, and the segments on the webpage don't automatically go to the next chapter. So if you're listening there, please go hit the next button. It won't autoplay. Anyway, thank you, and on to the episode. Hi, it's Rigger J, and it is June 19th. And today when I was uh, taking a break, there was a thread that I read um, that talked about performance is not a scene. It was a very interesting idea, and it made the seeds for my own thoughts, and I thought I would talk about that. So here's the basic gist of the idea. Performance is a very, comes with, um, the word performance comes with a lot of weight to it. And the biggest one to go with that is the show must go on. So where the person was saying is basically let don't call rope scenes a performance and performances have a risk outside of scenes and what that risk is is that the people involved will push themselves when they shouldn't and cause injury because they don't want to ruin the performance it doesn't matter what happens the show must go on And I've seen this many, many times over and over. And one example is a partner of mine was performing with somebody else at uh, an event. And they're up in the air. Um, It was a kind of a futamomo leg tie bent, load on one leg, load on a chest harness. And something slipped. And basically, uh, the chest harness rope slipped. And they basically kind of dropped with a heavy uh, load onto the leg. And the end result of this was a small gasp from my partner. And my partner at that time was an extremely stoic person who prided themselves on their ability to take it. Uh, The rigger checked in. They kept going. Afterwards, uh, there was a massive bruise on her leg, and she was kind of limping. So, one of the things here is it probably should have been a stop and check in, um, but they continued because the show must go on. And so, by calling a performance, uh, a scene a performance, you put a lot in there. It's an issue in performance rope when you're up on a stage performing, but. Everything about rope, especially Japanese rope, has really twisted. Not twisted, not the negative turn. It's moved towards really the performance style circus bondage. And it's not really unexpected. The The fundamentals of this came out of uh, Japanese riggers who were performing in Japan. Those were being put into books and videos. That moved its way to the United States, or people viewed it in the, in, in, in Japan. 
And that's really where a lot of this came in. There is a podcast called the Kimbun, Kim, Kimbaku Namakon, and they have some really great podcast episodes talking about on the backs of giants, focusing on some of those original riggers and some of the other major influential ones coming out of Japan. So it's interesting though, because a lot of the times I see people getting into rope not for the intimacy and connection and the DS elements with their partner, but for the, I want to be that sexy photo. I want to do that challenging, hot thing. I want to see if I can tolerate, do that. If I can bend that way, I want to look like that. I want to do that. I want to be that. And these are good, solid reasons for doing things, but it's definitely moved the nature of rope. If you go and look at some of the sites like Shibari Study, uh, Gorgon's site, Gorgon, when she came out to Baltimore, is like, rope isn't sexual for me. It's a performance art. I don't get turned on inherently by being in rope. I I enjoy... She, They focus on the perf- rope as a performance uh, art. And again, nothing wrong with it. That's... Everyone can do this why they want to do it. It's... Um, This is not a right or wrong scenario. But what I've noticed is that terminology has weight. And so instead of using phrases like the bottom, your submissive, partner, the most common word you now see, and I think that really comes out of these, of the latest rope tutorial sites using that word is model. And model is not an intimate phrase. A model is, I don't even think is necessarily the correct fit because it's just a fellow performer in that context. Um, But it is definitely a phrase that pulls the intimacy and the interconnection on relationship out of the person bottoming to rope. I'm not sure that's a good thing or not. I haven't decided, but I definitely notice it. But I watch people put themselves through things they probably should not because they see it other places, they see people doing it, and they want to be ones doing that. And then the other problem is, is they get and it happens in scenes that this stuff overlays onto um, the performance aspects overlay onto the scenes and then there's just wanting to make the person doing the rope happy so if there's DS aspects that if you can't do something you might be a bad rope bottom that really I've heard this over and over again And the other one I see, and so that can happen. And then what happens is, is they may push through something they shouldn't. So rather than saying, hey, this tingle is too much, maybe it's something that needs to change, they suck it up for the sake of the moment to be the good partner. Lots of reasons. It's so loaded down. 
and it's really a hard thing. Uh, I'm working with, I have a new partner myself, and they've done some very basic rope and really enjoy what we're doing, but I am really making a point of talking to them about the importance of body care for themselves in the sense of does this feel weird if they're not used to it to use their words and talk with me uh, I'm never going to be disappointed in somebody because they couldn't do a reverse prayer or that if this particular new tie isn't quite working the way they thought it would on them or feels right on them just because it worked well for the bottom in the video doesn't mean it has to work well on this person in this situation and I actually bought them Evie Vane's uh, guide to rope bottoming so that they can be the most informed they can um, as they start off their rope journey at least with me and we go from there the um and I think this is important. And the other thing I've noticed is that for the sake of performance, for the sake of all, a photo and all this type of stuff, I've seen bottoms do extreme, extreme rope over and over and over again. And I'm seeing more and more that people that were bottoming to one foot in a, in a TK, arm loaded TK, and off their foot, the people that were doing that a whole bunch, you don't see them bottoming to rope as much. And more and more, I hear stories of people that were doing a lot of rope bottoming to some very impressive rope five, eight years ago. They are done. They, can't, they have problems putting their arms behind their back. So I really worry when I see... Um, people constantly posting very challenging rope uh, ties over and over and over again that the accumulative damage to their bodies are they going to burn out in two years physically? That would just and have problems the rest of their lives? That really sucks because I know at least ten names I can list that that's the situation they've gotten into but back to the core of what I was talking about and Words like model and performance really do cover, um, uh, take some weight. And I think it's really in the responsibility of everybody to make sure they communicate more, manage their expectations more, and understand that they only have one body and nerves heal slowly. And I just, I don't want to see people get hurt for the sake of a performance or the sake of a uh, good photo. Anyway, that's been me yakking for about 10 minutes. I hope that what I had to say may resonate with some, may help some. Uh, overall, these are my opinions. I am not talking about right or wrong, and uh, I know others would feel differently, and you know what? That's all valid. So, if you want to, you can feel free to fire me a comment on FetLife, Rigger J, Twitter, Rigger J underscore photo, Instagram, Rigger J, and if you go to the Anchor FM slash Rigger J, which is the host of this podcast, you can actually send me a voice recording. 
And if you send me your voice recording, I could actually add that into my next episode and I could actually do a response or stuff like that. So please feel free to fire me questions, fire me topics, anything you'd want to hear about. Um, And I have some stuff in my mind for the future. I want to talk about what I can remember from the history of rope from the early 2000s and hopefully I'll interview a few people for that. So as always, take care and play safe.